Welcome to Bookpile Banter. This is Amberly and Kim. Sarah will not be joining us for our 24 short story countdown in the holiday season because creepy, creepy Christmas stories have burned her one too many times. However, we are here to discuss an array of Christmas ghost and folktale stories leading up to Christmas Day. And we are back with day 15. I realized I didn't say what day last time. Day 15. And we are discussing Jenkins, which is by... Katerin Ward and is in the Winter Spirits Ghostly Tales for Frosty Nights. Ward is an American-British horror author known for The Last House on Needless Street. The plot is two sisters must survive in New England after their mother's death. However, one's secrets are starting to manifest in a curious way. <clears throat> so, what do you think of this one? Um, I liked the sister's story. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand Jenkins at all. I didn't understand the point. Um, so it was like, I, I you know, it was kind of weird. I didn't, I didn't know why she needed it. And even, you know, do I call it an imaginary friend? I don't know. Um, I, I like that it looked like an otter because <laughs> otters are awesome. Um, but it was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. I didn't, I didn't know the necessity of that being there for the rest of the story to be a horror story. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, first off, I've read this author before. Uh, I love the last house on needless street. Um, I then tried to read two other ones and I got about halfway in one and I really liked it. And then it switched tones and it, I just like just didn't finish it the other one i attempted to start and did not like so this author definitely has a unique style that i think can be hit or miss <coughs> um particularly because she does focus heavily on the psychological aspect mm -hmm. of the characters and why they do things but she isn't always spelling it out to you. There's a certain level of you have to make the effort to kind of think about yeah, the psychological I, response. And, and I and I got that out of yeah. it. I just didn't. I don't know. Maybe because it was a short story. Maybe if we had had a longer story in this, Jenkins' manipulation of the situation might have played out a bit more detailed. I. I get the implications that it was a trauma response, not like an actual supernatural creature. Um, because we kind of get the hint that maybe Jenkins didn't appear until she, the main, the main sister, I'm having a terrible time with names, um, until she killed Alec. Yeah. Vera's potential husband, future husband. Yeah. Um... So I think the idea is that he didn't manifest until she killed what Maggie, Maggie. Thank you. Um, until Maggie killed and then needed to separate. Not Maggie killed. Maggie was the sister. I believe. No, no, Maggie, Maggie is, is the, the one who one. made killed. And Vera is the one who was um, the younger sister. Okay. So I got the implication that Maggie's psyche fractured. Yeah, it could be. Um, and then on top of that, there was also the element of she was 
gay in a time where one could not just be gay. Although the whole Looney Tunes thing really kept throwing me off as to what time frame this was supposed to yeah. be. But I don't know how old Looney Tunes is. This is not that old. Uh, yeah. Nineteen thirties. So about World War Two. Yeah. I don't know. Typically, no, I won't say typically. Um, to be a gay woman in the past, especially with their difficulties, mm -hmm. they could have just kind of slid under the radar so i think kind of the the implication was that she she couldn't mm -hmm. she couldn't live this false life of i just have a roommate you know um, yeah well she eventually got there yeah well and i think and it, but she moved to new york too yeah i i think the the other thing is is there was an implication that alec raped her raped her mm -hmm. or both of them yeah. I'm not quite sure exactly which. Yeah, when they when she talked about the counting of the buttons, that yeah. was clearly him yeah. taking her clothes off. So Yeah. Um and so I, I think I don't know, it was it was a weirdly fascinating story. Yeah. Because I And feel... then and then there was the implication that Alec Alex Alec was perfectly normal. But when he came back from the war, whichever war it was, because again, yeah. we're not getting a lot of details in the in the time frame. Yeah. Um, but he came back broken. Yeah. Um, so you know, depending on yeah, it, and that you know, kind of comparing and contrasting to other books we've talked about in this series, not liking characters, I didn't dislike these characters, even though there were characters that were making very poor decisions yeah um so you know i could i could feel sympathy for alex because you don't come back right for more there's not much you can do about it yeah yeah and depending on what you were asked to do or what choices you made you may have altered who you were in yeah. order to survive. survive yeah um well, and I really, I honestly found it fascinating that there was kind of initially this implication that it was suicide. Yeah. And then to discover, no, Maggie and, and her um, partner or whatever. I can't remember her name. Yeah. It started with a C or an S because I listened to it. Yeah. Um, They actually killed him. Killed him in order to protect themselves and yeah. made it look like a suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, was quite interesting because I was like, what is causing Maggie to be this way? I love that her sister came through for her in the end. I th I thought for sure she was going to kiss up to the aunt. aunt the cousin. Cousin, no, cousin. Yeah. yeah. And it was weird that the cousin would take one and not the other. I'm like, why? And then we find out it's because the cousin knew Ew. that she was gay. And so, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, and then I liked the fact that Maggie took on Vera's death. Yeah. Killing, I mean, not yeah. death. Uh, yeah. Killing, where, where this manifestation of whatever Jenkins was supposed to be, she basically said, no, you don't 
don't torment her. Yeah. She didn't do this. Mm-hmm. She did it for me. It's my fault. Yeah. I'll make my life weird and interesting so you never have an interest in her. Yeah. So it does kind of create this paranormal element, but it might have also just been Maggie well, bargaining the, with herself. The the disappearance. Yeah. Is she going to become this? The, I mean, if you can compare and contrast Alex yeah. and Maggie, he came back from the war broke. She came back from whatever the, the, what the he incident, did to her yeah. broke. Um, so yeah, could be in her own mind, could be that she picked up spirit somewhere, you know, what, whatever that when you have this short of a story, you're, you're never going to dive deeply into whether it's actually paranormal or whether it's, um, you know, psychological. I will say, I think this is a better format for this author. Mm -hmm. Oh, because the longer formats, it becomes, I mean. Imagine how complex this is in this many pages. She, yeah. He does that with her other mm, in much longer formats. And you just get to the point where you're like, I don't know that I want to care enough to try to figure this out and process right. it. Right. Um, and the level of detail is so strong that it just is, it's overpowering. Um, That's, you know, as far as writing is concerned, it's so hard. To be a writer that can write um, complex stories like that and have them work yeah. to where the writer, the reader doesn't get lost in them. Yeah. Um, but there are readers that love these kind of books. Oh, yeah, and no. She definitely has tear people it apart. who love them. Yep. Tear it apart until it all makes sense in their interpretation of what's happening. And, and honestly, for me, what it is is I get, I get interested in an element and then that element starts to get twisted and then she starts focusing more on other elements. And that first initial element that kind of caught my interest goes away, fades a little bit. And then what's going on? I don't know. They keep pulling into the driveway and then turning around and leaving. It's not even the same people. No, no, that was the same. It was no, the same car. because the lights look different. I think it was the same car. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So, yeah, this was this was a strange one. It was different. But I didn't dislike it. No. No. I'm like, I'm trying to think of what else there is to discuss about it. I don't think much of anything else. Yeah. It was like, even the setting was a little weird. Like, it sounded antiquated, but it wasn't antiquated. Um, The Looney Tunes thing really threw me off. Every time it kept coming up, I was like, what? Because it almost felt Victorian. Yeah. Like these two girls, you know, their mothers Early 1900s dies. New yeah, England. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden it's not because references to Looney, Looney Tunes. Tunes and TVs. Yeah. And yeah. And it's, it's like, okay, is this, is this World War One? Is this World War, World War Two? Is this Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's interesting because I think think that kind of lends to the strangeness that can be New England sometimes, where you can go from a very... England or New England? New England. So, okay. Where you can go from this modern progression of, like, say, New York City. Yeah. And then a few hours later, you're in, you know, Maine or Vermont and... It's a different style of living, but you've not gone, gone very yeah. far. Um, and then on top of that, it's an area that's now been there quite some time and does have a heavy English 
influence yeah. on how it feels. Um, so yeah, I, oddly enough, I think the author captured the strangeness that New England yeah. can be in a, like, an all-encompassing way. I don't know how else to word yeah. that. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, like, just burrowing down into one small portion of New England to make that the terrifying thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Any other thoughts on your end? Nope. You're just tired. Oh, my brain hurts. All right. Our intro and outro is by Harper Barnes. <laughs> Howard Harper Barnes. I was so close. Uh, and it's called A Snowflake's Tale from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow with the next short story. 